The following podcast is a live recording of a radio show first broadcast by Fresh FM with assistance from New Zealand On Air. Fresh FM is a community access media station based in Te Tauihu, the top of the South Island, New Zealand. Hello and welcome to another episode of Climate Matters. I'm Lindsay Wood, I'm the Director of Climate Strategy Company Resilience Limited and Climate Matters is brought to you by Fresh FM, the top of the South's community access radio station. Fresh FM broadcasts in Blenheim on 88.9, to Eastern Golden Bay on 95.0, to the Nelson CBD on 107.2 and across the Nelson Tasman region on 104.8. It's also streamed to the planet on freshfm.net and podcasts of Climate Matters and of other locally produced shows are available through freshfm.net and through the accessmedia.nz app. Well, today we're bringing you Climate Matters 89 and I'm recording this the day it went out, which was Thursday the 2nd of March. And what are we covering in that? Well, sympathy, obviously, for the victims of Cyclone Gabriel. Also, we've got a bit on stopping the climate cascade, a wonderful graphic by John Lang. Climate Change 101, a little bit of heat and moisture and energy. We touched on that actually in the last episode of Climate Matters too, if you remember. We've got quite a big feature on amazing women in climate, and we'll cover them in a bit of detail. And then a, a little bit on a survey by a survey company called Ipsos, which has been analysing the key issues around New Zealand. Uh, and then we've got a really enjoyable little hot tip for you and a, um, a one that's fun and interesting and uh, we will, you'll find it very easy to do, I'm sure. So anyway, let's get into it. And I guess the first thing, as I sometimes do before we get into the, uh, the nitty-gritty of climate matters, is I give you the brain teaser, and the brain teaser for today is what is poltering? Poltering, P-A-L-T-E-R-I-N-G. What is poltering, and why is it significant for climate action? So anyway, let's start. And I know last time on um, Climate Matters, on the, the, the radio episode, we paused to show respect for the people infected by by Cyclone Gabriel, and this is the first uh, issue of Climate Matters I've brought out since then, so we also pause at the beginning of that, but I won't spend more time on that. Um, We also feature, as I mentioned, another of John Lang's amazing graphics. Some of you uh, who've been with Climate Matters for a while will know we feature some of John's from time to time. This one is about stopping the climate cascade, and it's a great graphic with a a series of cascades. He likens the the ability of the planet to hold emissions like a bathtub. So we've got water. It, it, there are symbols of the bathtub on his graphic. You can link the graphic. We'll put a link on the, the Fresh FM Climate Matters page. But basically there's a tap filling up the bathtub. It's filling them with emissions. And the question is, how much can we mitigate that, i.e. how much can we slow down 
the emissions going into the atmosphere because the ones that we can't accept are going to then cause overflow problems in the bath and that will cascade to another level which is where we need to adapt if we're not to be badly affected by it. But if we don't adapt enough, they cascade to a third level, which is where we get loss and damage. So do uh, look on the Fresh FM website and find the link to that page. It's actually on the Climate Matters page of the Resilience website is where we've, we've loaded it in. Okay, so let's get into it. Climate Change 101, hotter means moister or drier air with more energy. Now you... We'll find that rings a bell for those of you that heard last week's episode of Climate Matters. What the difference with this one is that it is actually based around what's known as a psychrometric chart. It's a very complicated chart that I won't uh, won't try and explain to you other than to say it's full of swooping lines. When you look at the fine detail, you can finally sort it out. But the significance is that it's a way of plotting how much water vapour the air can hold at different temperatures. It's a thing that air conditioning engineers use. And so the psychrometric chart, you can find, for example, 20 degrees C on the chart, and you can figure out how much water vapor it can hold at that temperature before the air becomes what we call saturated. That's when it might start to form cloud or steam. And then we can go to... 21 degrees and we can do the same exercise how much water can 21 degrees hold and what we find is that one degree warming adds about seven percent to the capacity of the air to hold moisture so of course if the if the atmosphere is one degree warmer and and it's a bit more than that now i think it's 1.2 or 1.3 above the pre-industrial levels then in that case what happens is that the it brings in that much additional moisture when it comes onto land. Therefore, it's carrying 7% or maybe more additional potential rain. And if you remember last week, I explained that when it dries, then you'll also realize that's when the air dries, you know, coming over, for example, the Southern Alps, it sheds all its rain on the West Coast, swoops over the mountains, and then when it comes down onto the Canterbury Plains, as any Cantabrian will know, it gets very dry. So the, the the air that is one degree warmer is actually going to have even more drying capability than the, it had when it was a degree cooler. We all know that clothes dry more quickly on a warm day, and it's broadly the same effect. So because of the warmer air can carry more moisture in, so it can cause additional rain and flooding, but when it's dry, it can suck more moisture out and therefore cause additional droughts. That's not a combination we want to welcome. I'm going to come back to the quotation because it'll fit in better after I've explained a couple of other things. So I wanted to go on to the question of wonderful women in climate. And here's the list of them. I don't know how many you will have heard of. Joelle Gerges, Joelle Gerges, Christiana Figueres, many of you might have heard of her, Greta Thunberg, I'm sure nobody's heard of Greta. Catherine Hayhoe, you might have talk, heard me talk about Catherine before. And Kate Marvel, they're none of them from New Zealand. I yeah, want to come back another time to deal with the, some of the wonderful climate women we've got in climate in New Zealand. 
But let's go through Joely Gerges. First of all, she's an Australian scientist, a lead author with the IPCC. She's just brought out a book called Humanity's Moment, and she's preparing a podcast series called Fear and Hope. And now I had the great privilege of being on a, a webinar last night with uh, with Joely and she absolutely blew me away. I'm buying a copy of her book, not only for me, but for each of my kids. And I just think she she's a remarkable woman. She speaks so well and she brings together her incredible scientific mind, but she's connected it so much with her own feelings and attitudes. So very, very informative. I'm so looking forward to reading her book. Okay, we'll move on now. Christiana Figueres. If you've heard her name, it might very well be in connection with the, the Paris Agreement. She was, in a way, the star of the Paris Agreement because she was the one that sort of pulled people together, banged heads together, and finally got an agreement across the line when people thought it was all but impossible. That's quite a few years ago now, but uh, she's gone on and never relented on her climate activism. You may have heard her on the radio um, as we came out of the first lockdown for COVID in 2020. She was on a wonderful panel interviewed by Guy Espiner on RNZ. I don't think I've got a link to that, I'm sorry. Um, anyway, Christiana now runs, she hosts a, a, a podcast series called Outrage and Optimism. Uh, and she's also written various books, of which one is The Future We Choose. So there's another remarkable woman. Greta Thunberg, well, she needs no introduction, does she? She's just released The Climate Book, which is uh, an incredible book by all accounts. Again, I want to read it. However, I'm going to say gift yourself 27 amazing minutes and watch her being interviewed by Russell Howard on The Russell Howard Show. I'm giving you a link to that. Or you could skip to 26 minutes and just get the focused conclusion. But the point about that is you'll miss 25 minutes of wonderful laughter and warm-hearted uh, conversation along with a, a lot of fun and a lot of serious stuff. So I really recommend that you watch it all. And I've also said whatever else you do or don't do, watch from 21 minutes 30 seconds in to 22 minutes 30 seconds in and that'll give you a real insight as to how much Greta Thunberg sacrifices to do the climate activism that she has to do. Catherine Hayhoe, I've mentioned in previous Climate Matters, she's a TED Talker or been on TED Talks. She always has some good news in her blog, Talking Climate Matters newsletter. And I'm sorry, I don't think I can upload that to the website. That's an email address, but if you... Google Talking Climate Newsletter, then you should get through to Catherine Hayhoe. She's also written various books, one of which is called Saving Us. And then there's Kate Marvel, and what a great name that is for any scientist, especially one that we're hoping will pull some miracles out of the hat. She is a climate scientist. She's also a science writer. She's been published in various things like um, Yale Environment 360 and so on. She works at Harvard, she works for NASA, and there's lots more about her at www.marvelclimate.com. We'll give that link into the, uh, into the Climate Matters page on the Fresh FM website. 
And please note, I haven't even started on the wonderful women we have in climate here in New Zealand. So that was a, a, a treat we'll keep up our sleeve for another time. So I said I would go back to the, the quotes. And the reason I wanted to go back to the quotes is I wanted you to think of them in the context of Greta Thunberg being interviewed by Russell Howard. So here's one quote that came out of that interview, which I wrote down at the time. They were talking about the vitriol that was poured on Greta Thunberg, especially by adult white males. And her comment was, why are white, privileged, middle-aged men so threatened by teenagers stating facts? Why are white, privileged, middle-aged men so threatened by teenagers stating facts? Goodness me, just she does put things directly and, and clearly, doesn't she? That's wonderful. And another quote, which has still got a point to it, but it's not quite the same. Hope is a verb. It's something you have to do. So she's talking there about the fact that hope isn't something that someone else gives you. It's something you have to build for yourself. Um, pretty remarkable. Bear in mind, she's Swedish, so she's, she's telling us about the English language there and that hope is a verb. Um, I think we're a lot more casual about our grammar and syntax than a lot of the European countries, aren't we? Going on to the latest Ipsos New Zealand Monitor, which is just out, um, one of the many charts in it is one that I'll only just be able to talk about loosely, the most important issues facing New Zealand. I think that's a little bit of a misnomer. They may not be the most important issues. They may be the ones that are the top of people's lists at the moment in their heads, because I think there's a certain topicality to it. But anyway, here's, here's I think it might be the top 10. 65% um, of big people canvassed actually had inflation and the cost of living on their list. That was followed by housing at 33%, crime as was at 33%, healthcare and climate change were both fourth equal at 27%, and climate change had risen quite a lot, and then the economy, 22%, poverty and inequality, 18%, petrol prices, 16%, and then transport and public transport were 8%, and that was rising as well. So though... They were quite interesting things, especially the trends of both public transport and climate rising up the list. But of course, with Cyclone Gabriel, it's not altogether surprising that climate has got a bit of a boost there, is it? Now, I just want to tell you, a, try and tell you a little cartoon that I've posted up here. There's a bear and a little pig that you might know. One's called Pooh and the other's called Piglet. Oh dear, this, this climate crisis is going to Going to be around forever, Pooh, says Piglet. And Pooh's answer is, even longer. <laughs> Not that helpful. Anyway, here we come finally to the hotter tip for a cool planet. I mentioned to you it was going to be an easy and enjoyable one. And it is, watch the Greta Thunberg interview with Russell Howard. 27 minutes of fun and information. And I think that's a pretty easy and enjoyable hot tip. So on that note, I'm going to thank you so much for your company. As always, I hope you will return next week and I can enjoy it again then. And in the meantime, kia kaha for the climate.
The podcast you just listened to was a live recording of a radio show, first broadcast on Fresh FM, the top of the South's community access media station, with support from New Zealand On Air. The funding of Access Media makes these podcasts possible. To find similar programs by other community access media stations, go online to accessmedia.nz. If you or your group would like to know more about how you can have a program on our station, please contact us. Visit our website freshfm.net for our contact details.